So, question for the session is... Question. Question. Quit. Quit. I can't. I I got nothing. All right. Question for the session. (laughs) Your three characters are playing a card game. You are all wagering money you do not want to lose. How does your character respond to winning? And how do they respond to losing? Um, I think Surya, again, like she has acquired a more Zen lifestyle and has been studying how to like mm-hmm. keep herself, you know, level. But I think uh, when she wins, she's very like, oh, things are immaterial, you know, whatever, like money, like <laughs> it's fine. You know what? You you can keep it if you want, but well, I suppose you know it is the rules of the game, whatever. Um, and when she loses. Uh, she still, you know, maintains conversationally like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. You know, like things are immaterial. I, I don't, I don't need that, that money anyway. And she doesn't actually care about the money, but she cares about the losing. And oh man, if anybody like prods her and rums it in too far, she, uh, does not handle that well. (laughs) Okay. Julian having just one like depending on the card game i think he would be a good sport like he would tip the dealer uh but he would still be like that's what you get for going up against someone with perfect charisma and like looking at everyone with like this like poker face but uh he would still tip the dealer and you know after the game walking away he'd be like that was a good game though guys uh but if he loses, he would angrily uh, just kind of like throw his cards on the table. They'd be terrible. And then just walk away. And it would take yeah. a good couple hours for him to be conversational again. But that's all he'd really do. He would just be like super pissed off. Uh, I think the Aisu Toitoiga, he, uh, whenever he wins, if he's like gambling, like he, he doesn't really, like he's just a pretty chill dude if it's just like, fun and games and whatever but like if he's if he's gambling pretty high stakes he uh like if he wins he's uh he's pretty smug about it he's he's, <laughs> he's like oh yeah it's so sad right oh man mm, would hate to be y'all right now you know and he's just like hey here have some money buy your mother a house hands him like a 20 or something you know like just something real smug like 20 oh you know what you know what, boys, this next round's on me, and then, like, orders water. I don't know. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Just kind of a dick about it. <laughs> yeah, just kind of a dick about it in your face. And then if he if he loses and it's, like, a shit ton of money, like, he understands he's a gambler, like, he'll lose money or whatever, but if, it, if he, like, loses a ton and he thought he was, like, it was a sure thing, uh, he definitely, like, just, like, becomes silent and, like, his... I think, like, a sign of his shell about to pop is that, like, things inside of it start rattling. <laughs> like, he's just kind of vibrating. So, like, you can just hear, like, the, the ball bearings just, like, just, like, shaking inside of his, his shell. And then, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll explode. Depends on how much money he's losing. And when I say explode, I don't mean, like, emotion. I mean, like, physically his shell will just Marbles go pop everywhere. open and shit goes everywhere. Yeah. 
I like how your storage space is very connected to your emotions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a part of me, dude. It's my home. It's my That's true. It's my storage space. It's we could ever use that as like an attack. Like get you super mad with your back to someone and your shell just like blows up and like hits them. I mean it could work. Be interesting. I mean, for sure. I, I think like well, the store you won't know how... budge. You know how people have like they say like your the lining of your stomach has like the same type of cells that like your brain does, or something oh. like your your gut feeling is like I similar not to like that. your actual feeling. That's fascinating. Um, I Let's think, talk about I that for like, an hour, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like that's the same thing with the toy toyga, where like he'll like if something doesn't feel right, like he kind of feels it in his shell. Huh. Oh, nice. I mean, also, like, the shell being a part of you meant that you had to have some kind of magic surgery to make it work how it works. Oh, Ooh. yeah. So. Fascinating. Fascinating. That is actually interesting. He's like a rocket raccoon, but, like, turtle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did see, uh, like, I read that children, like, turtle children still walk on four legs for, like, a few years. Before they become upright, I oh. thought that was that was very oh, funny. Oh, that's great. But... That's cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, so getting to recap, recap of last session is so you guys were split up. Tortuga was in the forest, staking out a trap, and uh, he saw a mask. Uh, he was quickly surrounded by f- three masked orcs who after some cat and mouse chasing eventually captured him and tied him to a rope knocked him unconscious or tied him to a stick knocked him unconscious and brought him back to their base uh in this span dustin tried to escape once resulting in them getting pissed off and knocking him out again just at the entrance of their cavern meanwhile julian and surya were Exploring the farmhouse, they originally put Toiler to sleep with a sleep spell and tried to break down the door. Unfortunately, breaking down the door made a lot of noise, and Toiler woke up and came down the stairs. Uh, he caught another sleep spell, and you guys managed to explore the furniture room. It looks like a room of abandoned furniture, where you found a doll that when the string on its back was pulled, it led you to the cellar door. The episode ended last time with you bringing Toiler, or telling Toiler about the cellar door, and him saying that he had to tell Fasilax about it, because you have found the illusionist. And we will pick up there with Julian, Surya, and Toiler at the cellar door. I just look at Surya with like a confused, we didn't find anything, but like in my face. Hey, Toiler! Uh, maybe we should, before we bring this and disturb Fasilax with it, we should have more details. Do you know anyone else who would have access to this cellar? Anyone who comes by your, your house often? Not that I can think of. There was, uh, this cellar door couldn't be open. We tried to break into it to hope there was supplies or something down there to be used in the fields, but it is, was clearly... How did you open it? How did you say you opened it? Well, uh, it it was, uh, it was just open. So when you say we, you mean you and other darkling 
farmer grunts? Yes, when uh, Fasolax originally made us, as he graciously did, uh, he told us to scour the town for any useful I'm resources. Gonna pull out my gem necklace thing to I don't know if Toiler. I don't have I used it on. It, I think I. It did was already earlier. out when we were talking to him earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna be like, tell Vasilisk what you like, but there's almost no point if there's no actual person to be found. We searched the cellar. Now we must search further. But we could use your help if you have any further information that brings you to the conclusion to tell Vasilisk something. What would you even tell Vasilisk? I keep switching between Vasilisk and Vasilask and Vasilax. Fa-s-lax. F-A-S-S-I-L-A-X. Ah, I've been doing it with a V. It's <laughs> all right. Uh, he just says, well, it has never been open before. We tried with picks and shovels to try to open it and could never get into it. Uh, I've never seen anybody go in. Maybe the other Darklings have, but I think I'm going to take a look. And he starts to walk down the stairs. I'm going to follow him and ask him, tell me, Darkling, how does your communication with the shadow that hangs over you work. Yeah, so I think I said this before with the Darklings. I suppose I've never uh, really reiterated it, but the voice appears to be coming from the shadow. That's right. The child's face Mm. does not appear to change expression. The mouth doesn't appear to move. It just appears to come from the shadow. Then I'm going to reword that question to Darkling. I noticed that when earlier I was trying my best to investigate the house, I um, incapacitated what I thought was a threat because I assumed anyone in the house was likely against Vasilax, though it turned out just to be Toiler. And I had to communicate to him through the shadow that hung over him, which looked over in a room. I'm sorry for making this more complicated than I probably need to, but now it appears that the shadow is who's speaking to me. I don't... What? Who? What did I look at? I'm gonna... What was it? It was just a ragdoll, right? Like, that's what yeah. it looked like? Yes. Yep. Um, You looked at a room... The room upstairs, or it's now upstairs, the room on the main level with furniture in it, and we searched diligently, and upon doing so, found a small doll. Where's the doll? It vanished at the foot of the cellar, and upon doing so, I believe the cellar became unlocked. That sounds like more than enough information to say that the illusionist is here, and you've explored the cellar? We have. Uh... So he's down at the bottom of the stairs. And I'm going to just stop as he asks that, like, try to put my hand on the Darkling's shoulder. Be like, and it is filled with illusions. We almost fell into a possibly bottomless <laughs> I'm gonna, pit. As he's starting to say that, going to kind of, uh, I don't know, like, shrug mm. motion towards the pit. Like, I don't know if, if he fell in, that wouldn't be terrible for us, like, trying to indicate. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so act. you stop him. You stop him just as soon as he is about to, like, walk into the pit. I won't point out where the pit is, but I'll just have said that and just kind of stop him and turn him and be like, 
I'm not sure exactly where any traps are hidden, but we definitely fell upon one at the at the uh, end of the room. And then I walk. I'm gonna walk him back towards the cellar. Like I assume it's a staircase leading out. I know that seems like plenty of evidence, but all it really does is lead us to this home, which you are the owner of, aren't you, Toiler? Who else could possibly be? Are you saying that, like, are is Toiler minus the Darkling who the illusionary magician is, or? So you are facing the stairs again. Yeah, leading and... up and out. And what are you asking exactly? Like if. If you have enough evidence, then you know something we don't, because to us, this isn't enough evidence. So what do you know? Who else uses this house other than you? You're saying a basement full of illusory traps is not enough information? Even if it was me and I didn't know about it, isn't that important to tell Fasilax? How could it be you without you knowing it? I don't know. I don't think it is. I live upstairs. Clearly somebody is using downstairs. Well then, uh, let's without me seeing. instead of telling Fasilax, which I assure you, this entire quest that we're on is for Fa- Fasilax, let's use our knowledge and our position right now to our advantage. You live here, so let us stake out in your bedroom and see what happens, or throughout the house even. We can find places to hide, maybe use the sheets covering the furniture and appear like one of one of us could be in there, one of us could be in your room, we could try to find our turtle friend, and stake this out. And I think Vasilax Vas- would be much happier to have an actual body. He did tell us to bring him, the magician, alive. I feel like we could also just bring Fasilax here and he would smell out wherever this traitor is hiding and job done. Okay, uh, Surya has been sitting here putting uh, details together and thinking it over, watching them talk, and decides to moderately impulsively make a a bold move. She's going (laughs) to... pull out the sun drops okay she's gonna take one of the marbles because the the darkling is a child body with a shadow hanging over it right like a shadow blob mm-hmm. she's going to throw one of these sun marbles directly at the shadow okay to try and like uh get us like light into it to disperse the shadow that's good that's good <laughs> okay you uh, think so, so you're down to 19 of those orbs uh so it hits the shadow the child like yells like Aah! and like covers its eyes and then the shadow also covers its eyes and they run up the stairs and just like start to run into town uh, I'm gonna use a uh, hypnotic pattern at the top of the stairs before he can leave to try to scare him back down. I think it just hypnotizes him. So essentially, what it does is you create a twisting pattern of colors that weaves through the air inside a 30 foot cube within range. And the range is 120 feet. 
So I just figure I could have the pattern be outside, kind of like dipping into the cellar about 10 feet, but mostly being outside of it to scare him from leaving. The pattern appears for a moment and vanishes. Each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom save throw. Also, did the did the sun drop enter the shadow at all, or did it bounce off? Or It looked like it hit a threshold. Okay. Like it, it looked like it hit the shadow, and now there is just a bright glowing orb at the bottom of the stairs here. Okay. Surya, roll a perception check. 21. So what happens if he fails his saving throw? Speed of zero, incapacitated. The spell ends for an affected creature if it takes any damage, or if someone else uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor. Uh, it looks like its eyes are covered, and it just like continues running. Shit. It looks like the spell had no effect. Uh, Surya, you notice a very, very slight shadow uh, at the right back side of the room. Like, it just looks like a little triangle of shadow. No more than maybe a few inches big. But the light that was cast in here has cast a small shadow in the back right corner of this room. Interesting. Um, uh, but Toiler is also running towards town. Yeah. Um, Julian, I see something in here from the light. Do you want to get Toiler or should I? I'll get him. I start running up uh, stairs following Toiler. Is he within view? Like, can I still see yeah, him? Yeah, he's, he's like 45 feet away from you. 45? Okay. Or so, yeah. Um, I'm 40, going, 40 to 50. I'm going to try and use... Wow, all of my spells have a short-ass range. I'm just going to... He's a kid, right? What's his speed? I'm going to try to catch up with him and just grab him. Uh, You... Yeah, well, we'll say like in 60 feet you can catch up to him. Cool. Uh, you can just easily tackle him to the ground. He's not a strong person. I'm going to do that. Okay. Surya, what are you doing? I'm going to jump the gap and uh, try and walk over to where I see the shadow and investigate that situation. Like, try and slowly move my hand out and see if I can see what's causing the shadow. I'm. I'm also, I, I would like to add that I'm picking up the, I pick up the sun drop jump across, investigate the corner. You can't pick up the sun drop. It's like the sun drop explodes oh, and I leaves okay. behind light. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Um, so yeah, I'm just jumping across and trying to investigate the corner. Okay. Uh, so you, you go to like the floor and you notice this small corner and you reach your hand out to it. I mean, you can't really feel anything because it's a shadow, but you move your hand a little bit to the left and you feel like wood. You feel wood that you can't see. Hmm. It looks like it feels like a, almost like a two by four that is going up against the wall. Interesting. Um, I'm gonna like try and find the edges of it and follow the two by four and like try and with my sense of touch get a sense of whatever this is. Okay, you follow it up on what seems like the outside edge where the shadow is. It just continues to feel like a like wood, but then eventually your thumb on the other side bumps into what feels like a metal rod. Um, like a very small one. I'm going to try and clasp my hand around the metal rod and pull on it, I guess? Uh, you pull on it, and you realize it feels very similar to a door hinge. Ah, okay. Um, realizing what's 
w what I'm at, I'm going to try and, f you know, put my palm to the, the like wall where it seems like this, what I imagine is a door is and see if I can feel a door and try and feel around it for a handle. Yeah. You eventually found a, find a small round knob. I take a moment. I close my eyes. I breathe in and out and like center myself and focus on my posture and like concentrate on the moment and my breath to be as centered as possible. And I turn the knob and try and open it. The door opens on the other side, there is a round room. In the center of this round room is a huge robed figure. Tentacles stretch out from the walls and the floor, and you just hear the voice, What are you doing here? And we cut back to Julian, who has just tackled Toiler. I'm going to... Like, kind of pin Toiler to the ground and look at him in the eye and be like, with my necklace dangling between us, kind of, and just be like, listen to me. If you decide to go to Fasilax, then I'm going to have to tell him that you're hindering the process of the quest he sent us on, and I'm sure before coming here, he'll find a meal of you. So, come with me now, help us, or... Become beef jerky. And then uh, I'm going to try to intimidate him with just a glare at the end. Ten. <laughs> and just like, I try to glare, but remember, I'm still wearing sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just says, I'm not I'm not betraying Fasilax. I'm working for Fasilax. I am telling him about the illusion. What, what, what was that light? What was that light back there? And why are you, why did you tackle me? This is where you realize that the pendant doesn't really have any magic qualities. It has more of a like social aspect. It is more gotcha. of a symbol of a loyal servant. And I am going to just like get up off the ground casually, like as if suddenly I don't give a shit about him for a second, and then just pull out my whistle and try to charm person. I have to roll a saving throw, I believe. No, yeah, it, uh, he fails. He is charmed by you. And he's just like, oh, hey there, Julian. What you doing? How you hanging? You want some dill weed? Ooh, that sounds pretty good. Uh, maybe in a little bit. Come with me. Wait. I need to keep it safe. I heard of something kind of dangerous outside. Let's get inside. And I'm just going to, at that turn, and start walking towards the cellar again. Oh, I, I don't want to go back there. There's uh, Is that light still there? Oh, well, we don't have to go back there. Uh, if you're worried about that, let's go inside the farmhouse, and then. I mean, we we should really get back to Fasilex, don't you think, old friend? That's a great idea. I'm speaking for Fasilex. He sent me on a journey to do things for him. I think he would be really upset if I went back early, and you going back right now with me here would definitely make me look bad. And you don't want to make me look bad, do you? I don't think you'll look bad. Hey, one friend to another. I've been trying to get Fasilex. Uh. I for such a long time and it would be it'd be really cool if you if you just kind of let me go back and and told him about this and then maybe I can get one of those pendants and I can I'm more loyal than Bindle yet Bindle still seems to be the one who is his right hand darkling more loyal. what if I just uh between you and me and I kind of huddle in with him I could let you borrow this pendant if it meant that much to you as long no. as uh it kept you from 
telling Fasalax about what we're doing around here. I really want to look good. You really want this pendant. Let's scratch each other's backs. But he'll find out. He'll kill both of us if he finds out. So you just want the pendant from him? I, I mean, I do want that pendant, but... I'm just going to put the pendant kind of back in my shirt, and then uh, I'm going to just look at him really, like, sympathetically. Just be like, come on, man, I'm just trying to help each other here. Like, I want to help you. I don't want to get hurt. Give me an hour. One hour. And I'll let you tell him whatever we find. How does that sound? Oh my god, you'd really do that for me? Yeah. You know what? In fact, if you want, you can help us. We don't need to tell him right away that you're helping just, you know, out of nowhere. We can tell him that, you know, you found something and came to us with it. And then you can come with us on this entire little quest he had going for us. And be the one who tells him everything if you want. That'd probably make you look really good, right? Yeah, I'd be your sidekick, right? What would be my sidekick name? Hmm. The Undertoiler. Ooh, I <laughs> like that. Little Julian. I like Undertoiler. So, Undertoiler, I have to tell you something. Uh, and at yes. this, I'm going to start walking towards the cellar. Yeah, as you're walking past, we'll cut back to Surya, who has just appeared uh, in this circular room, and there is a large figure there. Uh, roll initiative for me, please. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, fuck. It's going to be 13. Uh, whatever this thing is goes first. Speaking of free action, the... though, right? <laughs> As Because he has just said, what are you doing here, right? Yes. Immediately, I'm just going to say, you spoke to my turtle friend. The tentacles to each side of you are going to attempt to grab you. Huh. Uh, roll an athletics check for me, please. Oh, fuck. Nine. Yeah, both of them just appear to, like, one wraps around your waist, one wraps around your shoulders, and you feel immobilized. Shit. And then you watch as a small, almost child-sized creature steps out from behind the robed figure oh. and just says, Oh, it's you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, stand down, you vi- fi- file beast i will slay you and then all of a sudden a sword like a huge sword appears in her hand and she appears to chop off this creature's head uh and everything disappears like the sword the the big cloaked figure the tentacles are gone and you just see a small gnome who is dressed in tattered jester's clothes with frizzy brown hair and she just says uh hello i'm i'm uh mezzy whisket but you could call me the mystical mezzy and then she does finger guns three times and she goes pow, 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 and bubble letters appear above her head saying the mystical mezzy <laughs> i'm glad you found me uh, uh yeah you're quite the illusionist aren't you of course. Yes, that is what I trained for. Mystical Mezzi, quite the name as well. Y- you spoke to my friend in his dream? Oh, yeah, that was a really fun time. Yeah. I, I, where is he? Uh, he's keeping watch on, uh, on another project. We actually should probably check on him here fairly soon. Uh, 
I'm trying to think as a player because I don't know the conversation that he had with the person. To solve you, uh, save you some of that uh, time, uh, Julian now walks through or walks into the room with uh, Toiler. Uh, she just says, why did you bring him here? And Toiler says, it's the illusionist. We should capture her. Um, um, I'm just going to look at Surya with wide eyes and shrug my shoulders and then just be like, yes, friend. I'm glad you find me charming right now. Let's work together and totally capture. And I'm going to try to elongate this sentence, giving Surya plenty of time to possibly, I don't know. I'm going to like give her like looks and just be like shrugging. And <laughs> to figure Toiler something. says, nodding Toiler towards says, Toiler. Be like, uh, Toiler, give me, uh, do you have anything I could uh, use to tie him up? Uh, you're, you're the adventurer's... Vasilex definitely said that you had rope, right? Oh, true. I'm going to pull off my hat and be like, could you look through my hat? It should be in here. Julian, roll a deception check. 26. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like, god uh, damn it. You are too good at lying. <laughs> and uh, Mezzi just says to you, or just looks at you confused. I want to respond to that, but I think, uh, judging based off of uh, what's going on, because I'm looking at Julian and <laughs> Toiler, and uh, I'm just going to recognize that uh, this would take a very, very delicate social maneuvering that I don't think we have time for right now. And so I'm going to try and jump and do a flip over the chasm, landing with my foot on his head to try and knock him out. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so I will say they have walked through the door. They've gone around the hole. Oh, they're right there. Yeah, I wanted they're right to on the other side of the invisible the door. <laughs> you can still do a flip. You can still do a flip. Okay, uh, in uh, place. Roll an acrobatics jump check. Jump up and do a flip. And bring yeah, roll an acrobatics check and then head. make an attack roll. 19, okay, 19 and 15 to hit. Yeah, you're, uh, you like flip and do an axe kick right down on his head. It goes through the shadow and hits the like child right in the head and Toiler goes unconscious. And we are now going to cut back to Tortuga halfway through the episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Tortuga, you wake up and you are tied to a wooden post. You oh, are God. in front of a fire. There is a fire in front of you. Like it's probably like mm-hmm. 10 feet in front of you. You appear to be okay. tied to like something that animals would be tied to. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, there's a like small boulder to your left. Across the smoky cavern, you see a few uh, drying racks. Sitting in front of you, you see a female orc with actual horns growing out of her head that are pointed. Do I know anything about what that means? You can roll another religion check if you'd like. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's... Okay. It's connected to the masks no. that you saw earlier, but this seems otherworldly. Are y'all Gideons? Oh. <laughs> yeah. She just says to you, Well, you're gonna help us now, aren't you? Well, that depends. Eh? Uh, one, got a real killer of a headache. Uh, two, don't know where I am, who you are. 
Uh, three. Uh, I don't got my favorite sword, and really the only thing I'm good at is uh, killing people for people, you know, or stealing things. I'm good at that too. Uh, but again, I need my swords. Uh, I'm all down for helping you. You know, whatever you might need. Uh, I'm a I'm a business guy. You know, if uh, you need help, I could probably help you out. But uh, you gotta help me out a little bit. Not exactly. Uh, I just look at my hands tied up. Not exactly in a helping position right now. You're not in a helping position because, well. You didn't come willingly when my people told you to come willingly. Well, madam, I mean, uh, what do you expect, all right? Not only that, you also woke up halfway through and tried to attack them. Well, that's hearsay, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, I'm here to help, you know. Uh, you, if, if I see three, three orcs coming in shooting at me, you know. Hit me with my, with these with these arrows, all right? Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna hide, all right? So I'm just saying, I was shot at first, all right? Don't call me Han, all right? Just saying. <laughs> I don't understand that reference. <laughs> just saying. Uh, I didn't attack anyone. I was just trying to get away because uh, someone attacked me, all right? I'm a peaceful guy, really. If you get to know me, I'd love to get to know you. Maybe over a little coifee, you know, over this nice fire. <laughs> a coifee, coifee. A couple, a coifee, coifee. All right. Uh, your accent is—I'm uh, getting like every other word, but I heard uh, that you're peaceful. It's bewildering. I know. Yeah, we're not a peaceful kind of people. The shadows have told me that uh, three figures would come and help us take over Darkmoor, defeat Shadow or Fa Fasilax. I'm sorry, whoever Shadowfax is, that sounds like a real jerk. Uh, <laughs> you Oi. take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, you talk to a you talk to a shadow guy? I talk to shadow people. No harm in it. Hey, don't be. There's no offended. people in the shadows. The shadows simply whisper, and I am in tune with them after Grumsh has abandoned us. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, who's this Grumsh? Uh, roll another religion check. Oh, okay. <laughs> not a person. <laughs> uh, ten. I do not know. <laughs> Uh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna. Yeah, you, you don't know. I'm just gonna go right over that Grumsh thing, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just gonna say, uh, you know, I talk, I talk, I talk to shadows too. You know, shadows like me. I like shadows. I'll tell you who you, I, I'll tell you who I don't like. This Vasifax, Vasilax, Vas, 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 All right, that that guy. Not a big fan. You, however, I'm liking these. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm liking what you got going on here. Uh, she spits when you say Fasilax or Vasifax <laughs> when or whatever he finally you gets it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, when, when she does that, I'm she just... like starts to spit a few times, but like realize you didn't actually say it, and then when you finally say it, she <laughs> completes the spit. When she does that, I'm just gonna like spit to him. I'm just gonna be like Vasilax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy. All right. Uh, 
what let's 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 help each other all right yeah yeah un, untie me you know and we'll we'll have a little a little a little talk i'm not gonna untie you i know you have friends they're gonna come looking for you oh yeah 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 my friends yeah yeah uh let me just get this straight, right? You want you want me to help you kill Vasilax, right? Yeah, and then we will control the town and all his little henchmen that he's got running around. Ah, uh, so you you wanna you wanna enslave people too? They are clearly inferior. Do you see us? We are not only touched by the shadows, but also strengthened by our hardships so you want to take over the world right and all these these little guys right yes we will take hold on this little town and then we will spread out from there once our numbers grow again ah yeah 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 see that's what i was coming to see when i came to this uh shadow fell right i'm i'm on a bigger mission to take out this old vampire guy bad guy terrible guy uh, gonna take him out, but I needed to come here and take out this Vasilax guy, and if you guys are on my side, uh, I say we team up, right? We team up, we become, uh, we become almost a family, right? Uh, I'd love to do whatever, you know, initiation you guys have to become part of the tribe, and, uh, we will, Your uh, kind will never be part of our tribe. You know? You are lucky if we don't eat you after all of this is over. You know, that's you know, you're you're probably right. You're right. I mean, look at me. I'm a snack. All right. Uh, but I'll tell you what. Uh, I can kill this Vasilax guy, but you're gonna ha you're gonna need you're gonna need me, and you're gonna need my friends. And I'm thinking, if you let me go, I can uh, go and grab my friends, and we can go go kill old Vasilax. Nah, I think we will uh, keep you here. Your friends will have to come looking for you. And they'll be led right to us. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Hey, quick question. How many in this tribe you got? Uh, so right now you can see there are the three masked... Uh, there's those three masked uh, orcs that captured you. Mm -hmm. They are all standing behind, or like behind her mm. with their masks pushed up over their head. And there are, like, maybe four or five other orcs that you can see in the immediate vicinity. And she says, Our numbers are strong. We just needed a few more. Yeah, you know, that makes that makes sense. Is this is this the whole crew right here? This is the old fam? This is only a fraction. Ah, yeah, yeah. Classic, classic. So this Vasilax guy, he's pretty strong, huh? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm, okay. Not... Not strong enough for all you? I mean, you guys look pretty strong. I mean, you need a little snack like me? The shadows have pulled me to ensure victory. We would wait for the three outsiders. Mm. They would come and help us mm. yep. to rightfully take our throne. Well, yeah, you know, we I would... We will. I would, I would trust the shadows, you know? And uh, I'll tell you what. If you... If you let me, you know, get me untied here, how about I promise to stay in the camp? Uh, considering you've already tried to escape us two or three times, I think you're fine tied up right here. And we'll cut back to uh, Julian and Surya. Uh, Toiler is knocked out unconscious at the door 
of Mezzi's hideout. You notice it's a round room that has like five or six beanbag chairs in it. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, there's like five or six beanbags. There's a small table and chair to the other side. And then at the back of the room, there is a large table. They all appear to be made out of like broken metal. And Mezzi just says, Ah, uh, yeah, thanks for finally doing that. Uh, now, can we, like, get rid of him somehow? I don't trust him at all. How deep's this pit? Uh, it's about 40 feet. I'm gonna take 40 feet of rope, tie it around his waist, lower him down, and then cut the rope. Okay, that works. Yeah, thanks. Okay, uh, Wait, so cut the rope, you heard me. So you're abandoning him down there? Yeah, but we can always come back and lower the rope in, you know, oh, if we okay. need to get him out, but... I think that's a good spot for him to be down. (laughs) Sure. That'll work for now. Nobody could just really come to the cellar. Oh, by the way, speaking of the cellar, and she goes back to the, like, top of the stairs, looks out of it for a second, closes it, and then does something and locks it again. I'm glad you finally found me. Uh, I I was worried you didn't understand my uh, clue. Well, that's the thing. We're not all here. Uh, The friend that you gave your clue to is... I mean, I, he's currently sitting in the treetops waiting for what we assumed would be maybe you or uh, possibly a uh, Darkling taking supplies to the other Darklings. But yeah, we should probably get him, don't you think? Um, I suppose. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's really important for all three of you to be here, I guess. Uh, yeah, if you want to go get him, uh, here. And she hands you both a small coin. Uh, this should open the door for you. Just make sure you lock it on your way out. Uh, okay. I just need a couple details real quick. Um, you are here to do what? Uh, well, I'm hiding out. Uh, I saw you guys. In, I don't know if you rec- you saw the uh, per- the dark leg handing out pickle brine, but that was me. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I saw you guys come into town. I figured you were uh, bad, so I tried to contact you. Do you want to take down Fasilax? Uh, yes, yeah, I, I do want to, I do, yeah. Okay, uh, are you the person distributing food and other essential items to the Darklings? No, I am not. Uh, I do know who is, but I... I'm still not 100% on uh, you guys yet. Yeah, I did contact the turtle in a dream. He didn't show up. And then you brought a known loyal Fasilax supporter to my hideout. Well, to be fair, you gave us a very, very vague clue, and we had to try and investigate uh, the best way possible, and it definitely sort of seemed like this guy might be the one doing the illusory magic, and by the time we figured that out... uh. Well, he was here and seeing it all. So, I, you know, I'm I'm not saying, you know, who, who's to say where the blame is to go in this situation, if there is any blame at all. I <clears throat> am feeling very, uh, <clears throat> very frantic here because I feel like someone coming and seeing that uh, Toiler is nowhere to be found is probably imminent. Uh, I... Oh, yeah, that's bad news. Yeah, that that would not be good. So is there any way you can you're an illusionist this coin is is will will help us get in and out but are you not willing to come help us and maybe disguise us as we're go and try and search for our friend 
Uh, aren't you guys already free to go out there, though? They don't know about me. I've, I've kept myself pretty well hidden other than uh, the other person. Uh, nobody else knows me. The other person is the one distributing the food. No. Okay, that's a clear yes. All right. Well, it seems like... Uh, wait, I'm sorry. You won't trust us until the other one is here and then you will trust us? It's just kind of odd that he didn't show up and you two did with, like, a known bad guy. Like, everybody could tell that toilet was pretty shitty, right? Yeah, to be honest, I never had a really good feeling. I never really thought that he was going to be the thing. But we we really don't have a massive understanding of how Darklings work. We've never uh, run into them before. I can tell you, Fasilax basically kills the people and then binds their shadows that he makes to their bodies, and thus Darklings. And the shadows are the ones that are in control and the ones that speak and... Sort of, yes and no, yeah. It's complicated? It's much more complicated than that, yeah. Uh, Yeah. The shadows kind of live in, like, another realm. They can't really see. It's, it's, It's like their soul being bound to their body, but their soul is seeing through, like, drunk goggles and acting on that. Interesting. Uh, well... Yeah. Surya turns to Julian and is like, any other questions? No, let's go get some... Let's go get Tortuga. All right. Yeah, come on back. I guess uh, I guess we'll be right back. You guys know where I am. And just, uh, yeah. Uh, next time you come back, we can have a party. You can sit by sweet beanbag chairs. <laughs> Those are pretty sick uh, beanbag chairs. Thanks, I made them myself. <laughs> how, how how old are you? Uh, I've kind of lost track at this point. I guess it's been about half a year since I've been here. So like a hundred and... Uh, 133 years? <laughs> Surya kind of like <laughs> raises her eyebrows and turns around like, eh, that that was more than I was expecting. <laughs> she's she's a gnome, so right. gnomes live to be like 600 years old. That's true. 500 to 600. Okay, so, okay, that makes sense. I don't know that Surya knows that though, so she is still kind of like, yeah, oh, she's oh like... shit. <laughs> um... Yeah, she looks relatively young, like okay. no wrinkles or anything. I mean, she's a little unkempt, but yeah. Well, Mezzi, uh, we look forward to working with you upon our return. Okay, sounds good. And please call me the mystical Mezzi. And she does the finger guns thing again. <laughs> Would you like me to do the, the... And I do the finger guns back at her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do it. And uh, she makes it so that your fingers shoot out. The words, the mystical message. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Suri actually gets kind of jazzed by that. <laughs> She's like, oh. Oh, it's been such sweet. a long time since they performed. Maybe maybe once you bring the turtle back, I can, I can put out a show for you. Hell yeah. I love All right, performance. <laughs> oh, okay. Bye. See, yeah, bye. maybe you can make music. Bye-bye. Come back soon, please. All right, yeah. We we get we get the fuck out of Dodge and start going back <laughs> towards the, the forest, locking the door on the way out. Okay. Uh, cellar doors close behind you, and... You guys eventually make your way back to the forest. You find you find the clearing again. You find the hole that uh, Julian dug for Tortuga to leave a note in in case he went in everywhere. And the hole is empty and unfilled. Oh no. Oh. Uh, t- Turtle Man! He's gonna kind of like 
whisper shout up the tree. Yeah, roll a perception check. Nine. Uh, you climb the tree quick, and he's not in it. You don't notice him anywhere. Nothing responds to you. I call down the tree, or whisper shout down the tree. No icy! Hmm. I'm just going to peer through the woods and then kind of realize he must have been ambushed. We probably shouldn't stick around. And then uh, <laughs> just kind of start, I don't know, I'm going to like reach out to help Surya down the tree so we can possibly run away from this area towards <laughs> somewhere else. She sees him like reaching out his hand to help and just kind of like confused looks at him and then jumps to another tree, jumps to another tree, and then jumps down. Ah. Like just (laughs) does like a cartwheel in the air between one of them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Both of you roll a perception check, please. God damn it. Nine again. Four. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too busy doing sweet tricks and Julian is too busy being impressed by them. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah, there's there's no like sign. I mean, it, it seems like this forest is pretty muddy and pretty like liquidy, not very much solid ground. Uh, you don't really see any sign of the Tortuga or where he's gone. Um, should we try to track and see if any like find a you know if something took the Tortuga, it had to be in a group of people or a group of things. Maybe we can use that knowledge to try to track him. We, uh, I, I agree we shouldn't stick around here too long, but it's definitely worth spending ten minutes to try and find any sign of where he went. Agreed. I'm going to start hands and knees looking around, trying to find any kind of, like, maybe a turtle something, or maybe a, a swab of, or a swatch of cloth. So as you guys are looking around for any track, any piece of cloth... Just as Julian notices some uh, blood splatters on the ground. Hey, some blood splatters on the ground. You hear a rustling to your north. She's going to wide-eye look at Julian and motion her head towards it and and raise her eyebrows like, should we go? Yeah, I'm going to pull out my hand crossbow for the first time and then just motion, you know, like you lead the way and I'm going to just kind of be behind her with my hand crossbow ready i'm gonna actually i'm gonna jump onto the tree toward the closest tree in that direction and try and like look towards where the sound came from just get like a higher vantage point like 10 feet in the air uh if you want to roll a perception check with advantage go ahead god damn it 11 <laughs> we are just like <laughs> our fucking eyes and ears are just like clogged for some reason uh, yeah, it feels like you are looking like, so the rustling appears to move away from you. You guys move closer and like follow it. And Surya, you swear you're looking at where this rustling comes from or like where it ended. Mm. And then all of a sudden you hear the rustling like off to your right mm. and up like 15 feet. Uh, you guys continue to follow this or do you guys leave it alone? Um, I think once I think i know where it is and i hear the rustling again and with our friend missing and this being mysterious i'm gonna fire a sunbolt as soon as i hear it off to my right i'm gonna fire one okay in in its direction uh roll to hit with disadvantage ah with disadvantage it's a 10 yeah it just hits a tree like pretty close to you 
it's hard to shoot through sure uh, I these should, winding trees I say show yourself uh, you just hear the rustling stop and then it begins again like 20 feet off I uh, I do a flip down from the tree and try and race as fast as I can directly at where the sound is coming from I have a 45 speed so like girl moves fast you chase after it Julian is kind of lagging behind and you come to a small area with fallen trees Hmm. there appears to be a tree suspended from a vine on one side and in front of an entrance to a cave you see a large gray bear who looks at you and then moves into the cave uh, Surya's gonna turn behind her, see Julian, like, trying to follow <laughs> a slight distance off and just say, There's a cave! I'm going in! And I follow the bear into the cave. Uh, you run quickly into the cave, and you swear you should have catched up, caught up to the bear by now. But you are just running down this incredibly long tunnel. And bears don't run fast, and you know that. Mm. And it's almost like the bear disappeared. I'm I'm gonna like, with my eyes wide, searching around, start to slow down, and I'll stop in the middle of this hallway and look behind me and look ahead, and try and look at the walls to see if there's anywhere it could have gone. Uh, yeah, roll a perception check. Eleven. There, it just appears to be a long, dark hallway. All you notice that there's like a very faint glow coming from far off in the distance at the end of the tunnel uh julian you are at the mouth of the cave what are you doing i'm going in no hesitation running right in following him as soon as you enter the cave you hear a loud thump behind you and the light disappears i'm gonna turn around and put my hands like to try to figure out what just covered the hole your hands touch two muscular chests. <laughs> and you just hear, You're coming with us now. Oh, I'm just going to use uh, use shatter. A sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from a point of your choice within range. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a constitution saving throw. Uh, I'm going to use it, like, behind these guys so that the 10-foot radius is just away from me, but affects them. Uh, so it'll also potentially destroy the tree that is blocking the entrance. YOLO! Because it does affect inanimate stuff. So they have to make a saving throw, constitution. I rolled a 22 and a 21, so they take half damage. Yikes. All right. 16 damage divided by 2, 8 damage. Thunder damage. And then I'm doing that. I'm going to try to like back towards Surya. We're not alone. Yeah, Surya, uh, you're pretty far in front of the tunnel away from where Julian is. And you hear a huge, like, loud, almost like a bell ringing. You feel the sound wave. Like, it just blows past you. I'm going to 
turn around. I'm assuming I also he- heard Julian. You're not alone, or we're not alone. Roll a perception check. Okay. The way I did the Eight. bell ringing shatter spell, by the way, is I just took my uh, lute and plucked a string really hard, and instead of just being like a doink sound, it was like. Dow. Anyway. Hell yeah. Yeah the the loud loop string plucking is so loud that that is all you hear. You are also quite some distance away. Uh, Julian, uh, the two orcs behind you or in front of you, however you want to call it, just say none of that now, and they both uh, hit you. Uh, it's a total of eighteen damage. Bastards! Come along. All we want to do is talk. You're all here with us. You are clearly outnumbered. How about we just meet up with your friend and you can talk to the boss? I'm just going to immediately, when I hear that they have, he said our friend, right? Upon yes. hearing that, I'm just going to put my loot behind me. Uh, as long as I don't have to wear a blindfold, I guess. And then shout ahead. I don't know I don't if you heard me up there, there, but we're not alone. Uh... Don't get get too too rough. rough. I think they've they've got got Tortuga. Tortuga. I don't know why my voice turned into an action hero just now. (laughs) (laughs) Surya, you you do hear this. And the two orcs eventually show up with Julian in front of them. Um, How quickly do I recognize them as orcs? Instantly. So as soon as they're like within view, I see two orcs. uh, yeah, so like 60 feet away from you. Well, I mean, no, I, I'd say they come around a corner and they're like 10 feet away from you. As soon as I see them, I uh, take a moment. She's like shocked. And then immediately she goes, Ah, all hell grumps! Where's the ale? They just scowl at you. And they say, <laughs> Never say that name again. Keep walking. Half-breed. Half-breed? Uh, <laughs> she, uh, I think upon hearing them, like, discount Grump, she's very taken aback. But as soon as she hears half-breed, um, that genuinely really pisses her off. And she's going to fire two sunbolts, one at each of their heads. All right. Julian's going to duck. Uh... God fucking damn it! I'm rolling such shit right now. Eleven and seven, yep. and the seven is in that one. Dude, just accept yeah, hey, roll, that. Yeah, roll damage for the second one. Anything against these orcs isn't gonna work. They're they're just they're traps for natural ones. <laughs> for some reason, they... nine radiant. Hey, hey, Julian. Hey, Julian, you take nine points of radiant damage. Oh my god! Because you are struck by a sunbolt right in your balls. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Are you st- are you still conscious? Yeah, I have 14 hit points left. Okay. Uh, the other I mean, I have just like shoots a good above amount of hit head. points. <laughs> uh, and then one of the orcs like grabs the scruff of Julian's neck and holds a dagger or like a, a large sword. And just says, "No more of that. You're gonna go in there." you're gonna talk to the boss and maybe you'll see an old friend come on let's just let him do it (laughs) uh everything about this is bullshit you call yourselves orcs 
she's like <laughs> truly like talking extremely roughly and like growl like but it does seem genuine like she has she's not putting this on like she has actually spent time with orcs before um she kind of turns around in a huff and just marches forward like actually she turns around and just jogs away uh, all right sam uh yeah can i roll to see if i've convinced them that we're friends and that uh i should be like untied and see if we're just like chatting around the campfire singing songs sure if you want to roll persuasion with disadvantage you certainly can <laughs> oh, Why natural, one. natural one no. you walk in he's like oh fucked. my god you had to say uh, disadvantage oh my god so... dude I rolled a 19 and then a 3 for disadvantage oh and it's Matt one. Surya, you get into this main smoky chamber with a fire, and you see on the other side of you, Tortuga is tied to a post, and there are other orcs singing like a drinking song around him, all of them drunk, and basically saying, like, it's gonna be the time. Like, they're finally gonna get their throne. Uh, and Julian slowly walks in with the other two orcs and the boss orc the chief just says finally we're all reunited